All right. Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday night. This is the Percy and Face podcast coming to you live from the Gentry Capitol building, the parlor of the Gentry Capitol building. And tonight is top five cover songs. And I can only uh, begin to tell you that this was a very tough top five list. And we're allowing from now on up to, th- up to three honorable mentions. And uh, I want to introduce our um, special guest host tonight, Adam Nelson. and his, Back again. Yeah, back again, Adam Nelson and his son, Bryant, affectionately known as Big Nelson. And when I say Big Nelson, he's bigger than Adam. He's, he's a large human being. He played college football. He's a football coach. But he's also a lover of music. And... Um, Younger than us, so we're interested in what his take is. I think he's got an old music soul, though. Uh, I know he probably does growing up with Adam. And if you hear that jingling in the background, that is our brand new ice maker that we have bought with some of our first sponsorship money. So um, we are now sponsored by Anchor, uh, officially sponsored by Anchor, and unofficially sponsored by Svedka Vodka. Pound for pound, the best vodka on the market. So let's get started. So we're going to go honorable mentions. We'll go all the way around, and uh, we'll get through this. I would imagine we're going to have a lot of different choices. And remember to check us out on Facebook. Uh, Percy is putting all our music on uh, Apple Playlist on Apple. So check that out. Right now we've got over 200 songs and growing. So... I would imagine in a few months it's going to be one hell of a of a playlist on Apple. So check us out and uh, like us. And uh, if you want to come on and guest host something, reach out to us. Tell us what you want to talk about, and we'll put you on the calendar. So, all right, guys, is everybody ready? Ready. All right, yep. we're ready. We're ready. ready. This is exciting. So let's go. Top five cover songs. Honorable mentions first. Percy, what you got? My first honorable mention is kind of a selfish one because it's one of my favorites of newer artists. It's a great song, and I never heard it till he covered it. But it's Whitey Morgan's in the 78s version of Waiting Around to Die, which is originally recorded in 1968 by Towns Van Zandt, which, as you know... He's a great writer, but he couldn't sing. He wrote Poncho and Lefty. I mean, he wrote... Great songs. That's my first one. My second one may be a little bit selfish, too. Percy's being very selfish this evening. Just for honorable mentions. Okay, all right. But my second one is the Rolling Stones live version on the Shine a Light DVD of Champagne and Reefer. It's an old Muddy Waters song recorded in 1980. And Mick playing harmonica and Buddy Guy playing guitar on that. And there's a, if you listen to the song, at the end of it, Mick says, Buddy Motherfucker Guy. And the story behind that is, when he first got to Chicago, he said, my name's Buddy Guy. And he says, they say, you're not Buddy Guy, you're a motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome this to Chicago. Deep, deep quick, didn't it? So, that's what they told him when he got to Chicago. I was told to clean my language up a little bit, and then you dropped two MFs. Well, that's just the story. It's part of the story. It's, yeah, it's, it's part of the story. It doesn't count. And he, and he ended up playing in Muddy Waters' band. There's uh, 
a great DVD called Live from the Checkerboard Lounge, where the Stones, after they did a show, knew Muddy was playing at the Checkerboard Lounge, and they come to watch his show and ended up getting on stage with Muddy. Wow. So that's a great one to check out. And my last one is Statesboro Blues by the Almond Brothers. That is actually a cover of a cover. A cover of a cover. Because they were covering Taj Mahal's version. Okay. Which had Jesse Ed Davis playing slide. Yeah, and Dwayne Almond loved Taj Mahal. Dwayne Almond basically learned to play slide with that, that Taj Mahal record that had Jesse Ed Davis playing slide on it. Right. But the first version was done by Blind Willie McTell. Nope. And Never heard of him. Are you sure that's not the guy that uh, Fred Sanford liked, Blind Melon Jelly? I want my daddy's records back. You don't remember nope. that episode? Yeah. Those were two I want different. my daddy's records back. <laughs> but each one of those progressively got better, and Dwayne at the Fillmore with Statesboro Blues. Yeah, so Statesboro is in Georgia. And there's a prison. Georgia Southern. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia, yeah. Even like in the Taj Mahal version. And he mentions Statesboro. And then he says, I'm talking about Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, my three honorable mentions. If you're ever traveling to Savannah from our territory, you'll go to Macon and then you'll cruise through Statesboro. All right. That's outstanding. I didn't know that was a remake. I, I didn't either. I thought it was yeah. definitely an Almond Brothers yeah. song. It's, it makes it sound just, yeah. So, Again, this is the podcast where a lunatic interviews a savant and we have cool guests on it. Amen. So, right. The guy's great. All right, Ben <laughs> Nelson is up. So, uh, I only have two honorable mentions. Uh, the first one, I uh, originally heard of this guy from uh, going to Hank concerts with my dad here. Uh, Reverend Run and Run DMC doing Walk This Way. Oh, yeah. A cover of an Aerosmith song, which also has... God, why did I think of that? Aerosmith. I bought Adidas just because of that song. I have them now. I'm 57 years old, and I bought some of those Adidas just so I but could walk this way. There, there was two groups, seminal, that brought rap music to a white audience, and that was that song and oh, yeah. the Beastie Boys album, mm -hmm. License to Ill. I mean... Sugar Hill Gang didn't bring that to a white audience. No. Every time I went skating, I heard Rapper's Delight. You get out in the middle with that guy with the afro and shoot the duck. He was doing all no, these it, moves. It wasn't hip hop. I didn't see it. You weren't born. Yeah. No. You're Adidas. Yeah. That's a great song, too. But, Adidas. Oh, but, that is true. Yeah. All right, what you got? Uh, and then the second is a newer artist. Uh, I'm actually going to see him later this month. It's Cody Johnson doing Whoever's in New England, a uh, Reba McIntyre original song. I think he does it. Ten times better than Reba does it, though. Wow! It's a uh, well, he does he does a lot of good covers. He's a uh, originally like a rodeo guy. We watched a documentary about him on Amazon Prime a couple weeks ago. I know Cody Johnson, but I have never listened to that song. He's good. And he's very good. Anybody could do anything. He's the new Chris dude. That's that's where he has some uh, influence from as well. Yeah. So, okay. Absolutely. That's that's a good man. Point. That's outstanding stuff. Okay. Mine, not shit so obvious, but Adam, you're yeah. up. All right, honorable mention, and these were, these were tougher than the top five. Uh, being a Hank fan, I'm going with Jesus Just Left Chicago and Waiting on the Bus, which is him redoing, or him killing those ZZ Top songs. Yeah, which is a great ZZ Top song. What do you Pulls think, Bruce? Does he do pretty good on that one? He does a good job on that. A lot yeah. of versions are very yes. good. Yes. He does. Uh, another Hank song, he redid Big River from Johnny Cash. 
after I listen to that song, I don't want to hear Johnny. I love J.R. Cash, but after Hank did Big River, I don't want to hear right. Johnny do it Big River. It's just you know, just take take a moment here. There's a lot of artists that did covers, and the artists were so good that one of the things I did when I I made my list was, did they do better than the original artist? You know, that was sort of my personal criteria. Me personally, do do, do I think they did better than the original and, artist? And there so, were some covers. There's, there's some artists out there. If they touch your song, mm -hmm. it becomes theirs. Yeah, yeah. There were some sure. covers where the artists, after somebody covered it, started doing it the way that they did it. And you know you've kind of done a good job if they start doing it the way you did it. Yeah. I, for real. Yeah, good point. Well, the, well, those two really are my favorite because Hank's not going to cover anybody that he doesn't absolutely love. And he loves and he, and all gonna, types of music. Yes, and he's going to make sure he does it right because he doesn't want to piss him off, obviously. Of course, there's yeah. only one left to piss off. Uh, the third one is uh, another buddy of Hank's, Waylon, redoing Ray Price's Crazy Arms. Crazy Arms. I, and I'd never heard Waylon's version until three or four months ago. Well, I've never heard and it, but I will tonight. Ray Price recorded that originally, mm -hmm. and I've heard people say that Ray Price is the Frank Sinatra of country music. Yeah. And he has a great voice, but Waylon picks up the tempo in that song, and it's another like Big River. After I heard that, I don't want to hear Ray Price doing it. Just give me Waylon. And I must admit, Linda Ronstadt Linda also Ronstadt. does a she great did. version of Crazy Arms. Linda Ronstadt also, um, she didn't make my list, but I hope I'm not stealing anybody's thunder. But she covered Desperado by the Eagles and pretty much helped yeah. launch them. But she helped form them and launch them. I told you earlier this week, I said one of y'all was going to mention Desperado. But I, you got to. <laughs> the Eagles' original version was up-tempo, and she recorded a slower version of it in which the Eagles transitioned into as the version they play nowadays. Which is still a massive hit and song. Played at every concert they've ever done. Great song. Anyway, I just had to plug that in there. Okay, so it's my turn? Yeah, that was my three. All right, those are excellent. All So far, all excellent. And no one has copied the next person. This is going to be big on the playlist. So, you know, you guys know me. I'm, I'm sort of a traditionalist, but I get a little out there. Um, my first honorable mention is Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. So that's a Leonard Cohen song. It's been covered by, I can't tell you how many you know, impressive artists, you know, even if they didn't record it, a lot of these artists will sing it in their show and, you know, Leonard Cohen was, was another one of those great writers. Great writers, he couldn't sing, couldn't carry it, well, he could carry a tune in a bucket, but it just wasn't a very good tune. Uh, check out, bucket. everybody knows that Don Hanley recorded, that's Leonard Cohen's song. Yeah, and he just great nails writer. It. All right, my second honorable mention, and uh, Percy, I know you'll appreciate this one. It's Hurt by Johnny Cash. So, I love the Nine Inch Nails version of it. Uh, it was great, but then when Johnny played it, it was like, nah, that one doesn't even exist anymore. Just a great song. And he, again, is one of those artists. Uh, throughout the American recording sessions with Rick Rubin, if Johnny got your song and touched your song, he made it his. I mean, I could put all 
eight honorable mentions in the top five could be yeah. Johnny Cash. And that was a perfect time American for that Reports. song, too, because he was almost at the end of his life, and you could see it. He and the video. So the video, the video is, is a, so much yeah. pain. Yep. He had lost June. He, he was just, you know. The video's a religious experience. I mean, it's almost yeah. like church when you're watching that video. Yeah. And Trent Reznor says he was mad when he first recorded it. But now he was like, that song yeah. ain't mine. It's he, not he, mine anymore. And no, but he got those paychecks. Yeah. Yes, He's he not mad anymore. Sure, yeah, anyway, anyway. He got paid pretty well. All right, so my last honorable mention is um, it's a great one. And it. Man, top, not top five, I mean, but this almost made it, made it originally in top five, but it's a Bob Dylan cover, and it's All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. I mean, that that song rocks. <laughs> Jimi did some great covers, uh, and some people covered Jimi. I almost put Stevie Ray's Little Wing on my list, you know, because that, that was solid. But it wasn't as good to me as Jimmy's. That was done six months after Bob did his. I didn't know that. Not like, and you know, after Jimmy died, Bob started doing it the way Jimmy did it. He felt that it was so great, and he owed that to Jimmy that to this day, when Bob does that song live, he, he does, does it, electric. He does it the way Jimmy did it. Yeah. As close as he could get it the way Jimmy did it. Yeah, which no one can get it like, like Jimmy. So, did. so if somebody Jimmy's made that, a couple of our lists already, so, but why not? Why yeah. wouldn't he be on? Several more in the future, I'm sure. Like you could do a lot of Bob Dylan, like songs covered by Bob Absolutely. Dylan. Absolutely, he loved Bob Dylan just like someone else loved another group, which we'll be talking about. Bob Dylan time. was another great writer that yeah. was a mumbler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bob. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Bob's music. I personally love Bob Dylan's music, but you, it's like an acquired taste. Yeah. I mean, his voice is an acquired taste, but once you acquire it. But he you was a great he was a great writer. I mean you can't yeah, deny he's a that. Poet. Yes. Alright, so let's take a little Svedka break. Everyone, cheers. Glad cheers. everyone's here tonight. This is to our unofficial sponsor. We're waiting to be official, by the way, Svedka. We keep dinging your Facebook page, so all we want's a free handle. Alright, everybody good? Yes, sir. Mm. Alright, Percy. Here we go. Now we go one at a time. Number five. Well, you kind of stole my thunder on that one, so we've already went along with this, but my number five is all along the watch shower. Well, I knew it would make someone's list. Probably so it, it had to go in there, so we've already, you know. We've but, covered that. Yeah, we've covered that. So. Excellent selection. I told you it was tough for me to take that out of the top five, but Big Nelson. Yeah, uh, this one's a little selfish, but like you said, the... The criteria I prefer is I pick songs that I preferred by the like I preferred the cover over the original, right? And it's a uh, Johnny Cash I won't back down. I think that is his okay. his best. But I think that's Johnny Cash, my favorite Johnny Cash cover. It by was far. it's fantastic. It was so real because Johnny was the per you knew Johnny wouldn't back down. Yeah, and, no, not from anybody. And actually, on the record, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was his backing band on that, and that made it even more special. Yeah, I think I heard that before. Yeah. So, good choice. Funny yeah. fact, growing up when I did, I thought Johnny Cash's was the original, and then I started watching more football. Florida, the Florida Gators play yeah. I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty at their stadium, and I was like, oh, that's the original. So I always knew that as the original. Well, that's where like, he was from. Older. Well, you know what's great yeah. about covers yeah. is when you have a legend, a true legend, covering 
true legend. I yeah. mean, and then making it. But that's just something about Tom Petty's example. ego. He's like, you know, I'm gonna take backstage here, and I'm gonna let John R. do this. Yeah, Tom Petty was the bomb. Yeah. Adam, what's your number five, buddy? Number five. All right, no more Hank Jr., though. Really? Okay. All right, scratch. Number five, Papa Top, Alan Jackson. Jim Ed Brown. That's right. Jim Ed Brown did it first. Outstanding. Papa Top again. And that's on Alan Jackson's... Uh, Under the Influence. Under the Influence, which is all cover songs. Yeah. And if you don't have the CD or if you don't have it downloaded, that's CD. Who has CDs anymore except me? I have a car with a CD player, so it's I a great car, by the way. It is. Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome. So outstanding. But he made the Papa Top popular again. He yeah. did, and, and there's probably people to this day don't know who Jim Ed Brown right is. But yeah. Alan did several covers that were really good. He yeah, did. There's a couple on that album that are really good. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he covered, covered a couple on there too. But yeah, that was. Well, he covered the Blues Man. Yes, yeah, I said yeah. he murdered a couple. Well, he also. I think he did Margaritaville better than Jimmy Buffett on that. Well, I love Buffett, but, I do, but he, he's a target. To do he also yeah, murdered <laughs> Wild yeah. Horses on the, the Muscle Shoals album. He murdered that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he did, most people don't know, he did Tall, Tall Trees. Yeah, yeah, which is old George old Jones. Old George song. Jones song that yeah. most people don't know. All right, well, I, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean for my number five to plug Alan Jackson, but go ahead. Well, my number five, you guys, I don't know, maybe you thought about it, or maybe you didn't know it was a cover. But it is Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann and the Earth Band. Bruce Springsteen's song. Bruce Springsteen's song, and it's funny. Bruce Springsteen's version came off of Greetings from Asbury Park, uh, one of his uh, earlier albums. Uh, and uh, Bruce is like Bob, great writer, but his version absolutely stinks. Bruce's version. Well, does. most people don't realize then, the songs that Bruce wrote. He wrote a bunch of hit songs that other people. He did. He wrote a lot that a lot of people went out and recorded. So he's one of those artists that I throw in the category with Dylan and and some and you know some of those other great writers. But uh, uh, and normally Bruce, anything Bruce does, I love. But I didn't like his version. But Manfred Mann absolutely slayed that song and made it sound entirely different. Yes. All right. So drum roll. We're at number four. Percy, what you got? Number four. I've got. I Can't Stop Loving You by Ray Charles. Well, it was originally recorded and written by Don Gibson. Don Gibson wrote a bunch of good songs that were really, they were popularized by somebody else. But when Ray Charles recorded that country album, I mean, he just nailed it. They told him he was crazy for doing it. For doing country music. But he said, I love country music because it tells a story. Yeah. And that song, I feel, he just nails that song. So that's my number four pick. Yeah, good pick. What you got, Big Nelson? My number four is Wild and Blue by the Steel Woods. It's a kind of a newer band as well, so bring a little more youth in here. But it's an old John Anderson song, and Hank Williams Jr. did it as well. Okay. Surprisingly, I, I prefer the Steel Woods version over a Hank. But the Steel Woods... I don't know where he's going tonight. The Steel Woods... <laughs> Picked that song up and rocked it out better than anybody. I know there's a John Anderson tribute album coming out, and they should have just plugged that in there, but they didn't. They let somebody else do Wild and Blue. But I'm going to have to check that out because I'm not familiar. Yeah, it's very good. That whole album, everything Still Woods does is very clean band-wise, but uh, they they do a lot of good covers as well. But Wild and Blue is my favorite by them, for sure. Outstanding. All right. All right. Nice little looks here. What, what, you number, got? what number will? 
four. We're on four. Oh, Usually right. I'm the one screwing All right, up. here we go. When Will I Be Loved by Linda Ronstadt. When? Oh, yeah. Anything that Linda. Linda's, again, I will uh, say an artist. Linda was you. the queen of covers. There we go. This will, was probably the best one. Hey, and I watched that. Yes, because uh, she could, she, anything that she touched Well, she had magic. a voice as big as a house. I mean, Linda was, and I watched that, uh, what, that. Uh, the Sound of My Voice. The Sound of My Voice. If you haven't watched that. Linda you Rose. should. Uh, we watched it the other night. It was great. <coughs> Listen, y'all hear that ice maker? I hear it. That's just pure but gold. Linda could cover anything. She covered, and I almost made my list some Hank Williams songs when she uh, recorded I Can't Help It If I'm Still In Love With You. That was just on my outside yeah, looking at I in. thought about doing her Warren Zevon cover, When Will I Be Loved. No, that's not it. Uh, this was Everly Rose uh, that I was Yeah, this was... Poor pitiful me. Poor, poor, poor pitiful me. Yeah, poor, what she did. Poor, poor, All right. So my turn. Your turn. Number, Number four. four. You can't argue with this. It's Proud Mary by Ike and Tina Turner. Solid. I think we talked about that last week. <coughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, almost no. made the, the yeah. ladies' mm -hmm. uh, title song. And there's a lot of people that don't know that that was a cover. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, they thought that was theirs, but that CCR did it first, and it was great. And, you know, it's hard to beat a CCR original. But, but it was, they put that spin on it and made it different. They it was two it different nice things. I mean, CCR had kind of had that swamp sound. They did. And then Tina comes in there and yeah. just... And she said, hit me again, I can put some stank on it. <laughs> so that, that's a good choice there. So number three, this, hey, top three. Is it time for a, a break? Yeah, we're rolling down to three. Let's all have a drink this back. Uh, I'm gonna have to stop at the liquor store on the way out. It's all Cheers. right though. Number three all right, for, Percy. for mm -hmm. me. It's Crossroads by Cream. It's an old Robert Johnson song. Covered it, by a lot of people. And it was done live. Yeah. At the Fillmore, I believe, when they did that live. And Clapton, to this day, if you ask him about the solo, he gets pissed. And to quote Clapton, he says, it was fucking out of time. <laughs> the second solo, he claims the whole band got out of time. And it was wrong. And it makes him mad to this day. But I don't care what you say. That's solo in there. Yeah, I never thought it was out of time. Yeah. I thought it but wrong. that's what he says. But that second solo, yeah, is, it's amazing. Yeah, great. Great choice. All right, Big Nelson, what you got for number three? Number three, I know, Percy, you love this song. Almost almost Persuaded, Hank Williams Jr. I know, uh, can't remember who did the original. I know David you, Houston. Yeah. It was a miserable, it was yes. a great pop hit, <laughs> yes. but the, the song was miserable. And then what we call it, he hanked it up. That's right. Yeah. And made it almost like a southern rock song. But when David Houston, uh, it was just miserable. It was a slow, but it was a pop hit. And Hank just took it to another level. There's so many people that have cut Burrow recorded that song. So many people have recorded it, and they recorded it like David Houston. Right. And Hank said, "I'm going to do it my way." Yeah. And I challenge you to listen to that because it's awesome. Okay. There's only one other person I've heard do the way Hank did, and it's Jackson Taylor Band on their live album. I think they're live at Billy Bob's. 
They do nice. almost persuade it just like Hank does it, and they, they do a really good job. And I, well. I challenge you to check out the Jackson cover. Taylor if you've never listened to him. Cover of a cover. Yes, because he does some great covers. That's weird that we're talking about him tonight, and then you you're one of your honorable mentions was uh, Whitey Morgan, and I know you heard those on their live cast when everybody had to. Well, I'm actually I've that. got to see. We went to a Whitey Morgan we concert. We did go to a Whitey Morgan. I don't concert. remember all of that. Night. Yeah. <laughs> but we got VIP tickets, and we got to meet Whitey. Listen, that's Mr. a whole nother story of how I saved you from doing a nosedive into the show bus and how I had $20 left, slapped it on the bar, and said, how many fireballs will this buy us? <laughs> and then I bummed somebody a cigarette from some stranger, and I don't even smoke. So we'll go right into my number three, Whiskey in the Jar, Metallica. <laughs> All right, so what, are they that, covering the Thin Lizzy or did thin someone Lizzy. do it? Before? I, I, no. I did it from Thin Lizzy, but I never knew this it's until It's an today. old Irish Celtic drinking song. Well, of course it is. I heard that yesterday. Thin Lizzy did it. I, if I'm not mistaken, the Grateful Dead did this song too. They did, yeah. But when Metallica, that whole album is good. good. That, yeah. garage, that Garage album. It's yeah. good. And I'm not a crazy Metallica fan, but that Whiskey in the Jar, they just... They cranked it up another level, and it's that's, that's a good selection there. That's a great All choice. All right, I've got one that you can't argue, and it could be number one on some list. But to me, uh, my number three is Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. You know who recorded that first? Well, I know Chris wrote it, Chris Christopherson. He wrote it. But who? He didn't record it first. Someone else did, and I can't remember, but I knew that you would tell us. It was Roger Miller. Of all oh people, recorded gosh. that first. At least it wasn't Slim Whitman. Oh, Slim. <laughs> or Slim Pickens, but yeah. either way. <laughs> but it was Roger Miller. Miller. Well, you, can't, you can't deny that that is one of the greatest cover songs but of all time. It made her a star. She did some more. When she did Ball and Chain. Well, all her stuff was pretty much Ball and Chain was a Big Mama Thornton song. And she asked Big Mama Thornton if she could do that. And Big Mama Thornton said, just don't fuck it up. Oh my gosh! It's three now. That is a bunch of la- bunch of language coming out of first night, but there's quotes, folks. But it's, it's quotes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. just. Yeah. We're ranked explicit. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, there we go. All right. Number two. Number two. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Number two. Somebody's already stole my thunder. Number two for me is "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. Yeah, I knew you'd have it up there. It's just, I mean, that song is just. I listen to that, and it's just. It's, See, I intentionally try to pick. Stuff that I know is going to steal your thunder, just so you know that. Well, you've done a good job. Yeah, I think so. Pat me on the back. Next time. Air pat. Yeah, yeah thanks. Okay, so since he stole my thunder, on to Big Nelson. Uh, my number two is uh, Waylon Jennings' Never Been to Spain. Oh! A, uh, I think Why Three Dog Night originally did it. Three, three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. And, and a lot of people prefer Elvis's version as well, but... Because Elvis was nothing but a cover artist, to be honest. But and one of the greatest. And one of the greatest. Thanks for the segue, by yeah. the way. And your but, daddy didn't know who recorded that first. He thought Waylon recorded that no. first, but it was three dog night. Waylon, Waylon is another artist that if that he live push, version. If you your song, it becomes it's, his. It's a Waylon Jennings song. Yeah. That live version. I've never been to Spain. I don't know. If you've never listened to the Waylon Live Expanded Edition album, it's great, magnificent. Good wow. choice. Good choice. Excellent choice. All right. So you said segue, so you got an Elvis song coming up? 
Well, I mean, that's <laughs> probably what that means. Okay. Mile number two, because you didn't say any more Hank after this one, right? Is Hank redoing, if you don't like Hank Williams, you can kiss our ass. Yeah. That's right. Which was written by Chris the great Chris Christopherson, who, as another person I didn't know that. That, that could not sing. The worst singer ever, except a few songs. <laughs> except a few. Maybe five. Yeah. Give him five. Well, I give him a handful that he that was meant for his voice, but yeah. he wrote that song. So that was the most tone deaf singer that could write. And again, Hank hanked it up. He hanked it he up. He did. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And he sang about a lot of people that we've put in our top five tonight. All right. So this is my number two. You got it. All right. So segue. It was perfect timing. And listen, for the record, we do not discuss our lists amongst each other before we get in here. We try to guess them during the week. We, yeah, y'all, we all try to guess, and I try to guess what Percy might have and other people, and I, I got him pretty much nailed down, but he's throwing some at us. Everybody's throwing some at me tonight, and I'm like, wow, this is good stuff. This is going to be hellacious on the playlist, but my number two is Unchained Melody by Elvis Presley. So, well. recorded live, 1977, it was his last live concert. It was the Fat Elvis. And, I mean, he was barely getting around. And his handler, Charlie, had to actually hold the microphone for him. Mm -hmm. And you can look, go on YouTube and check out all those great Elvis videos. He killed it. And how do you take a Righteous Brothers song and make it better? You give it to Elvis Presley. That's the bottom line. But his career was... Basically, cover songs. Sure, and I could have picked a whole bunch of Elvis covers. There's but one. that's the one I picked because it, to me, it was sort of emotional. It was, he died seven weeks after that. Yeah, but there's one set in my mind that nobody's picked yet, and it's not on my list. But it was. I had one as a uh, what you call it? When, when he did Hound Dog, it was a big Mama Thornton song. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, if you, have you seen that new Elvis movie? Yes, that, and the end scene does that unchained yeah, the very justice. end does it, and that sort of cinched it for me. Yeah. And I've watched it about eight times since on YouTube. But oh, it's so good. Yeah. It, it makes it more emotional. Like and by the way, it. we plugged this movie once. We're plugging it again. One of the best movies I've ever seen. It's a lot better than I expected it to be. It's it's it's, it's no walk the line, but it's it's a walk the line is pretty good. Yeah, for yeah. bioptics. Or yeah, and that could be a discussion for another night. About so, five movies? Yeah, top five movies about, you know, musicians. Okay. So we're at the moment of truth. The number one. This is the number one. Don't steal it. I got a feeling I'm about to get my, my thunder stolen. My number one is anybody in this room God damn it. knows my disdain for the Beatles being the over, most overrated band on the planet. They were great. Disagree. They were great songwriters, but they were bubblegum pop. Well, they were pop. Great songwriters, but it took somebody like Joe Cocker to give their songs feeling, and he yeah. recorded several of them. But his version of "With a Little Help from My Friends" is the greatest. He, if that don't make the hair on your arms stand it's up. It's fantastic. So he broke it out at Woodstock. Yes. I mean, throw that in the mix, guys. Joe Cocker, he always said, I'm just a fat, 
white man singing the blues. Yeah, outstanding song. And that's it. It'll all. I told Adam was trying to guess mine all week. I said you're not going to do it. I guess. It. But this will never change for me. It's, it will always it's be number solid. one. I associate that with the All right, one so I'm years. real interested in what Big Nelson has. So I'm not the biggest fan. I think Ronnie Van Zant, Leonard Skinner did every song the best, except for one. It's my favorite song by them. And it's Four Walls of Rayford by Jamie Johnson on their cover album. It's, it's I think Jamie song. Johnson takes that, and that's the mm -hmm. perfect song for him. They don't have to really show how good of a vocalist he is, but he tells the story. Even though it's a little how he's the boy from the Alabama line instead of the Florida Georgia line, yeah, makes it kind of personal. Uh, he's done it in concert that I've seen him live. I think he, by far, one of his by far his best cover, and he's done a really good. And I agree 100. percent That's by far his best cover. It's a great cover, and a lot of people had never heard Leonard's version no. until Jamie threw it out there, and I was like, "Wow, what a great song!" And you're like, "Oh, that's a Leonard Skinner song," and I wonder. If it's an original Leonard Skinner song, you got anything to say on that person? It is. Yeah. It's, it's okay. an original. I don't think they ever covered anything. Uh, they didn't cover no, they did. And I, I expected one of their songs to be on they this. They covered Crossroads. I expected one of their songs to be on this list. They covered T for Texas. Yeah. They covered Honky Tonk Nighttime Man. Oh, yeah. And one of the greatest covers they ever did, which highlights a Billy Powell piano solo, was they covered J.J. Kells, Call Me the Breeze. Damn. He's got to sing it. Why does he know all this stuff? What do you sleep with top five shit under your pillow? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, I knew he, it. he says we go home and watch sports. He goes home yeah. and watches all this. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a great hobby, though. Yeah. All right, Adam. Number one, number one is I Never Go Around Mirrors, Merle Haggard. Oh, my goodness. I don't so many people have recorded that song. That song. Really? That was, I'm sure I have. Yeah. That so was Lefty. Lefty for sale. Yeah. And, it, and if you've never checked out Lefty Frizzell recorded so many immaculates he recorded Long Black Veil which to me is one of the greatest country music stories ever in a song is Long Black Veil Merle recorded several of his songs and just kind of added Merle's touch to them but that, wow. uh, and was you it, listen to that when he gets it added to the playlist because yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Keith Whitley did it and Keith that was Whitley my favorite for a long time, well, and then I was great. Yeah, and then I picked up on Merle doing it, and I mean, once yes. Merle did it, that's Merle. Yeah, yeah. Merle's yeah. Merle. I Merle's mean. Merle. Once he does your stuff, yeah. he's like Jr. I mean, Jr. Cash. He's it's good. All right. Well, we already know what my number one is. It's with a little help from my friends by Joe Cocker. It's undeniable in my book, my personal book, the greatest cover song ever. He took a very good Beatles song, which Ringo got to come out from behind the drum set and sing it in concert, almost like um, Dennis Wilson did with You Are So Beautiful with the Beach Boys that could have made a list. But it was very mundane. And like I say, Joe Cocker, <laughs> there's feeling in that song. Man, are you kidding? He shook I mean, and gyrated all over the place. He was having a spastic attack at Woodstock, but... Sweat flying all over the place, but it was Joe Cocker. All the covers that Joe did, Joe did the letter by the box tops. He did, she came in through the bathroom window. Beatles, he did something by the Beatles. Yes, I mean, Joe could just take a every, song. Pretty much every song Joe Cocker did was either a cover or someone else wrote it. Joe didn't write a song, which is probably 
the reason he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but he deserves to be in there. It's a travesty so that he's not. It, it is one of the biggest snubs in the Rock Hall Hall of Fame is that Joe Cocker is not in there. So Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if you're listening to us, put the man in there and quit playing around. If you got some personal thing against him, get over it. He belongs in there. Anybody can give me amen on that. Amen. I'm amen. Sure amen. Right. So... Hey folks, that's our top five and our honorable mentions, and we're um, happy you joined us, and we'll be publishing this on Spotify, Apple, and our sponsor, Anchor, and we'd like to say thanks, and uh, Svedka, we're waiting for you. Good night to everybody.